0: everybody, welcome to Listen Money Matters. Money is like oxygen, you don't care about it until you're deprived of it. My name is Matt, and I'm here as always with Andrew. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. <laughs> How are you, and what are you drinking?
1: I am very relaxed. Oh, yeah. We, we've had, I've had a few sessionables. and Yeah, uh,
0: you have two cucumbers over your eyelids. <laughs> it's really throwing me <laughs> off.
1: So, I, I have to say, I, I lied to you. I said I was going to drink an IPA and i just my my ipa so they say ipa is like uh pumpkin spice lattes for the white th- men that live in colorado
0: yeah basic <laughs> yeah but
1: but uh what tickles me are stouts especially imperial stouts i don't care ah. the season that's just like my jam yep uh, porters as well but uh yep. And and coincidentally or not coincidentally, Eric uh, from Cheffly also sent me an Imperial Stout that is above ten percent, so I can meet you there. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm doing that.
0: Oh, it's a what's it called? Is there a name to it's it?
1: It's a Ibeck Cellar Cheffly Barrel Aged
0: Imperial Stout. It has like Ooh. a oh damn, that's a nice mm-hmm. bottle. Nice.
1: And it, it tastes as as I would want it to taste.
0: Listen, um, not not to make plans over uh, a podcast episode, but I really think that you know we did an episode about travel hacking with credit cards, and I think you should get a flight here because the stout scene and the IPA scene here is redonk, and we could just go all over the place and get you all of the stouts and German or or pastry mm. like uh, my ho- my house is full of them in fact uh I usually don't end up drinking them because we I cellar them for so long. I just sit on them, you oh, know, shit. let them age a little mm. bit. But I got one here. It's in a can and uh it's it's made by a company called World Armadillo Aleworks. Oh. No, it's a- <laughs> No. Close. Armadillo Aleworks in uh Texas. Oh okay. And uh, you can see the can if you look at it. In it's the, pretty pretty basic. It, yeah, so this is not the actual can they sell it out of. Uh, this is a sample. It says not for retail. Wow. So my so a buddy of mine, uh, did some volunteer work for the American uh, Brewers Association, which is here in Colorado.
1: Obviously, and they
0: had it. They had a 2018 World Beer Cup, and he was sorting boxes of sample beers that all of these. Beer places, like all of these beer from around the world right. were sending their beers into Colorado to get judged for some world beer cup thing, and they gave him just like, I think, three or four cases to take Whoa. home for volunteering. Yeah, of all different shit now. What a cool thing to like volunteer for?: Oh, totally. And know, he, yeah, he was doing physical labor, mm. and it helps the children. helps the children, yep, <laughs> get their nourishment with their their uh, barley it's and like wine.: bread. Uh, but here's the deal. I had I had a Kazakhstani beer, mm. like super gross. But I had one. Really? Why, how, why was I it had gross? like? Because it was, it was like if Budweiser took a shit into another <laughs> Budweiser. <laughs> it was real bad. Okay. It was. It was. And we were glad we had it. We had a a Shangri La beer or like a beer from Sri Lanka. Mm. Just yes, as a country. I don't know. Just like yeah, places that. You just wouldn't expect beer to come yeah. from. They have beer. I thought like so monks this, made it.
1: And so I'll admit it's Tibet. But.
0: There's this is a uh, this is appropriate because it's called the it's an imperial golden stout. Mm. It's ten percent.
1: Oh, you're it's drinking a, a stout as well. Yeah. Oh, well, you, well, it's a you said you're stout. gonna drink an IPA, and I was
0: like, no, Screw no, this no. Guy. No. no. Stout. no. Mm. I said I was gonna drink a stout if you drank an IPA. Oh, <laughs> that's what we agreed on oh. session boy but now we're now we're uh now we're twinsies mm. except mine's a golden stout which means it's gold it's not black. okay
1: and so i'm just curious what does what imperial mean in the name is that
0: imperial just means more alcohol
1: yeah that's why i like the imperial stouts
0: yeah uh also fun fact if you drink a double ipa it just means more alcohol oh, i thought that and if you drink it if you drink a triple IPA, it just means more alcohol.
1: Tripel. Uh,
0: okay, so yeah, this is a golden stout, and the name of the beer, which I think is important, and timely, and interesting, it's called Brunch Money, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's called Brunch Money.
1: Yeah. I guess and this is, is what it looks like. Does this look like a stout to you? No, it really doesn't. I no. would I would say that'd be an L, just looking at the color.
0: Yeah, so the way they get golden stouts is they use like coffee and chocolate. So it still gives it the stout flavor Mm. of like dark roasted stuff, but it's not using dark malts. Just more facts. Anyway, uh, I want to thank via Twitter at underscore, I'm assuming Amy Desai. I'll spell that. It's at underscore A-M-Y-D-E-S-A-I for our catchphrase this episode. Money Money's like oxygen. You don't care about it until you're deprived of it.
1: Couldn't agree more.
0: Yeah. <gasps> oh, God. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, please send in more catchphrases. Join the Listen Money Matters community on Facebook by visiting listenmoneymatters.com slash community. And it's a Facebook group. And you should send in her catchphrases there. So, uh, now that that's out of the way, let's talk about net worth.
1: What do you know? What net worth? You you know what net worth is?
0: Yeah. Tell me. I do. Share. Um, it is a it is a number. Mm. It's a dollar a figure in America of your assets minus your liabilities
1: ooh, fancy words
0: and that is your basically if you die you are worth x amount of dollars that'll go to somebody probably the government i don't know but yeah it's a a number that you as a person are worth because of your of ownership in things the amount of money you have in cash available cash the amount of money you have in investments under your name um, minus the things that you have in debts like credit card debt Mortgage, Uh, mortgages, car loans, anything else. So if you had like this house
1: that was like that was one hundred thousand dollars, say like Zillow is like it's one hundred thousand dollars and you have eighty thousand of it in a mortgage, your net worth in that scenario would be twenty thousand.
0: Yeah. So I have. uh, So actually to tell you exactly what I have, which is really sad. I have a mortgage. Uh, I have a property in South Jersey. It's a little condo that I bought in 2008, (laughs) Monday, (laughs) October 3rd, 2008. Right before
1: everything halved in value?
0: No, no, on the fucking day, brah. Nice. On the day, October (laughs) 3rd. They're like,
1: dude, you got to get this price in because in an hour.
0: (laughs) I've told this story a billion times. It's just a fun anecdote. Uh, I have a mortgage that is... Right now, I have one hundred and thirty three thousand four hundred and fifty one dollars and forty seven cents left on the mortgage, and my uh, house, the actual condo, according to a zestimate mm. from Zillow, is worth one forty nine. S- so, take those two numbers, subtract it. Um, I I have like fifteen thousand dollars, roughly. Nice. In that's good. I in, mean, that in is in assets. It's something. Yeah. But that's a zestimate, though. I mean, how? Come on, tell me how reliable <laughs> are zestimates?
1: You know, if someone's willing to pay it, I guess it, it's just like a—it's an arbitrary.
0: Yeah. Mm. So, all right, here's a story. So, uh, you know, for the for as long as I've known you, we've been we've been pushing Mint.com. Mm. because Mint was this free way to track all your expenses, your Bill pay. The budgeting tool was your,
1: awesome. I literally yeah. took a week off of work to write an ebook called Mastering Mint.
0: <laughs> right, right. Which is still available, yeah. right? Yeah. So Mint's great. I mean, for that reason, it's still like and, it, and
1: it is free, which is free. awesome.
0: It got bought out by Intuit, mm. which is which owns QuickBooks and TurboTax Quicken, and shit like that. And, yeah, Quicken. Yeah. So, um, really, they own Quicken. Yeah,
1: I think that was their wow. original. Maybe
0: oh, okay, so I logged into mint <laughs> I get I get back on the podcast, I'm like, you know what i, I and i've- n- I've been a mint person, but it's just always kind of worked, you know, it's just always kind of worked in the background, yeah. I never really had to pay attention to it. I never used a budgeting tool, um, and I'm notoriously known for like not a I'm not a budgeter yeah which which maybe explains some of the situations you've gotten into in the- <laughs> that's pro- yeah, that's possible, yeah, <laughs> so I log into mint and First of all, it was a pain in the ass to get into because I haven't been in it so long. But I noticed, like, all my accounts were doubled up. And I was like, oh, I have so much, like, backlogged. I had to, like, figure this all out. It was a pain in my ass. So I ended up uh, – someone told me about – I mean, I knew about personal capital. But someone's like, yeah, I, use, I don't use in I use personal capital. And I was like, okay, well, let, me, let me try that. I mean, you know, whatever. It's free also. So I set up a personal capital account. Uh, you know, added in all of my personal stuff. So I, did, I excluded all of my like business shit. So mm-hmm. personal capital only shows my cash on hand, which is my simple bank account. Right. My investment accounts, which are Betterment. Uh, I have a Betterment Roth and a Betterment, you know, uh, brokerage. My three cre- my active credit cards that I use for personal stuff. My car loan, which is a lease. And my mortgage, and that's it. So that's all I'm looking at in personal capital. And so, to me, I felt personal capital really highlights your net worth, right? So
1: to to be clear, like, and and I want to get into the story again. Mint is (coughs) super skewed towards budgeting, like it is Mm -hmm. for someone who needs. Or wants to budget, and I kind of think that they should be one and the same. Like, dude, yeah. you should budget, but uh, <laughs> I do still. Yeah, and I hopefully always will. Mint is awesome at that. Personal capital yeah. does a light touch of that, but it is far more a net worth and wealth building tool. Or yeah. mint just is not at all remotely.
0: Right, so I still have my Mint account. I I really like it because uh, it shows my credit score and it keeps it updated. Mm-hmm. So right now my credit score is eight twenty six, which is that's
1: awesome, dude.
0: That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's. I, I every time it, if it goes up by one point, I screenshot my mom a picture of it. It's like <laughs> oh a cool, my God. It's a cool little.
1: Does she put it on her she, fridge? She,
0: she knows. She knows that like I've had bad. I mean, I that I did all this work to like build up all my credit uh the only thing that is like sort of a ding against me is that i have my average age of credits only five and a half years mm. i don't have like a long credit age which you know you are will come.
1: severe so i don't know if mint is the one and only for the credit score mine, no. mine is 737 really i i suspect it's because i have bought a lot of rental properties
0: yes i would imagine yeah
1: because uh I was like crazy about optimizing it. I haven't looked. Well,
0: I, I would also imagine you probably don't have a lot of uh, open lines of credit. Like you probably don't have uh, a high credit to debt ratio.
1: You know, I, I had all my balances in my like maximum balances, like my Amazon card and Fidelity card, like increased. Um, but I don't have many because I don't know. I just don't.
0: See, I think I have like, Close to ninety thousand dollars in credit, Whoa, oh,
1: and like yeah. credit card potential,
0: potential that I could I could spend oh, okay. on, yeah, maybe
1: yeah. maybe yeah. I have they, like they won't, fifty or sixty.
0: Yeah, they won't give me any more. Yeah. I tried. <laughs> I just I always kind of once in a while try to up it, but so I, so I I log in the personal capital and I set everything up, and I see this number. It's net worth, and then underneath it has assets and liabilities, and my net worth right now is seventy five thousand five hundred and twenty three dollars. And I looked at that and said, that feels shitty. Should, should that feel shitty or should that feel good? Knowing who I am and where I am and all those things.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you you came from humble beginnings, which sure. I think there's there's something to say about that. Okay. Um, You are earning quite a bit now. So that should perhaps factor into it.
0: Um, okay. But I wasn't.
1: So we, we actually we actually have uh, this article and on a, like average net worth by age and by 40, the average net worth for Americans is thirty five
0: thousand. No way. Yeah, but I don't. So, so I'm above average. <laughs> well, maybe not Barely. for
1: Colorado. You Bare. know,
0: or well, your, no, I mean, I would imagine or your peers, maybe not for Boulder, <laughs> but
1: I, I think based on your current income, it, it needs to be higher. But I think, look, first of all, for many people, like I I have a buddy who earns an insane amount and his wife's a lawyer and no one's even more than him. And collectively, the two of them earn more than half a million a year. But they have (sighs) insane, but they have all equally insane amounts of uh, student loan debt. Yeah. um, No, like really no credit card debt, whatever. And it was like, I want to say about a year ago, he celebrated his uh, his zero. Where, where like his net worth was zero dollars.
0: Oh and not negative right
1: like after like 12 ish years of working and the labor force blah 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 so 75 is good. It's not zero okay
0: okay um, Here's my question. So I saw this number and I'm looking at and this is just personal this is nothing to do with my my business like does not factor into this. this is like I'm a paid employee of my own business so I get a paycheck every two weeks mm-hmm. like anybody else. And I have an investment account. It's through Betterment. I have a Roth IRA, a regular Betterment account. I have three credit cards for personal. One I only one, I only use the Sapphire Reserve, but I have them all in here. They're they're at a zero balance. Uh my car loan is not really a loan because it's a lease, so it balances out to zero every month after I pay mm. it. It's so, I mean
1: technically it's a commitment that you made, so you have to It's a commitment.
0: Yeah. And it but it's basically remains at zero. It's not a loan technically. Mm. Um, and I have my house in, in, in South Jersey and, uh, I'm, what I was wondering was, and I'm kind of like looking to you for guidance on this, this number, this metric, right? Is this something that is my North star of basically being a, a personal finance like baller? You know, like somebody who like values personal finance and 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 wants to really uh, have credibility in this in the industry, but also like among other people, is this the number that sort of?
1: Look, I just want to say, I'm not sure we could ever get you credibility,
0: Matt. <laughs> I thought I thought this was it. I thought I had it locked down. I, I mean. Oh, man. Working on what if it. I had? What if I had seventy six thousand? Well, may, maybe
1: I get talked <laughs> right. to the bureau, and they can uh,
0: okay. look, talk to the uh, the council <laughs> of elders.
1: I, I actually I don't want to say like live and die by the number, but I think it most accurately represents what you're doing. And and maybe a great example is you have this property, whether you live in it yeah. or you're renting it, you know, and you have a mortgage, and people uh, that I talk to often focus on the the debt number like i bought this place for 100 and i have 80 in debt and so now i have like eighty thousand in debt and i just i can't deal with it it's like i'm not able to sleep and uh i think it is looking through maybe the wrong lens Mm -hmm. because you actually are positive in value and right because you could
0: sell that property right. and and have that it's liquid it can be liquid quickly and,
1: and well home maybe not homes as quickly as say stock sure. but you, what you could do is is you're essentially using the debt to amp your assets which will amp your right. net worth so you're like right. borrowing at like four percent or whatever it is and then maybe your asset like your home on average they appreciate three percent and mm-hmm. if you're renting it out you're gonna make even more so mm-hmm. I think in lieu of like looking at debts, which could just be depressing. Like I have an enormous amount of debt, but net worth paints a much different picture.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you look at my liabilities, they're at one hundred and thirty six thousand five hundred and fifty eight dollars, right. and that's all. Most of that is from my my mortgage, the mortgage that I have outstanding, and a little bit of credit card debt that I have for this month, that will be paid off at the end of the month, but it's there now right because we're in the middle of august when we're recording this so that's a lot of debt and that debt's really not going to go down unless i like aggressively pay off that mortgage and the, and the 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 more aggressively i pay off that mortgage and i keep my assets at the same level then my net worth goes up right because yeah. my assets are set at 212,000 mm. so if i aggressively pay down my mortgage which limits my liabilities that net worth goes up so this no, is sort of but, why,
1: but see, but see, it doesn't. So, if you have, say, you had like a hundred thousand dollar property, right? Yeah, or no, yeah. or just just say, say you had like a hundred thousand dollars and eighty thousand cash, cash, and eighty thousand okay. in debt. So your net worth is twenty, right? Yes. Now, if you took eighty thousand of that cash you had and paid off your well, debt, you still yeah. only have twenty thousand dollars. So, you,
0: well, that's assuming that's assuming that I'm not taking the existing cash that's there to to use it to pay down my my liabilities right i'm saying like any new cash that comes in from this point forward if i if i took all of my cash this from starting right now at two hundred and twelve thousand dollars in assets Mm. and i took all new cash going forward meaning like paychecks and i put all of that money towards paying off my mortgage Mm. right 100 percent of it that is going to increase my net worth absolutely okay It, it
1: would also increase your net worth if it was just kept in cash, although obviously not as good, because you wouldn't, you
0: because of my liability right because you, yeah.
1: you there's interest on your debt, but sure. you know maybe the the most ideal is like if your mortgage payment is good, and you're okay yeah. with it and whatever you could take that extra cash, and invest that cash,
0: invest it which could in, end up making you more
1: and and so you have to like compare right. what you could possibly do with those dollars maybe say seven percent on average versus. Four percent you'd save, paying down your yeah.
0: debt. Yeah. So, here's what I want to do. Yeah. I want to take like this number, this net worth number. Yeah. You know, it's important, right? Is it the only number, or is it, or is it like now that I'm in this position where I have no credit card debt, I have, you know, I'm, I'm at, I'm at, am a. Is this the new metric that I need to pay attention to, and are there other metrics? depending on the situation that you're in as you know going through your personal finance journey you know is is debt the magic number first right i feel like whenever and someone then, and asks then...
1: a question like that the answer is like like are sheep only alive for wool you know that's a that's a bad one but the answer is no you know we also okay so 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 no it's, it's not the only number You know,
0: what is is this the number? Do you use this number? Do you have a? Do you have this available to you? That you is this your north star number?
1: Mine has uh, become more complicated to to figure out, but uh, I that I it's pretty much the only number that I personally use to determine how I'm
0: doing Uh, financially. Yeah,
1: based on my expectations and uh, anything else, I feel is a little diluted, like. I have an enormous amount of debt. You do? Yeah.
0: But I mean Where's it at? Where's it at? Like where is that debt?
1: In properties. So In properties. So in the, the, the home that I live in, um in my rental properties, and if you sum it up, you'd probably just like vomit the amount of
0: <laughs> but but if you only saw that number, yeah, right. but that's not the entire story. Exactly.
1: And so okay. I, I sometimes I get into the weeds on specific areas that I feel like there are issues, but high level, if you wanna know if you're doing good Net worth is is like, it. I think,
0: it is the north star mm. then for me at least. Okay, uh, so I want to uh, take a break, mm. real quick, and I want to talk about you know how to manipulate that number in in your favor. So I'm looking at this number now, and I'm saying there's a lot of choices I can make to improve that number, mm. right? And 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 I want to be smart about those choices, but right now. The, the way it looks to me is like the fastest route to doing that is paying, is getting the liability to go down. So let's take the, your
1: details and, the, and we will amp your net worth, you know, and you're in. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to amp my net worth <laughs> right here. Live. Andrew's just going to Venmo me money to amp my net worth. I just grew it. your
1: net worth by $10. You. Wow. He, you heard it here first folks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, I got the Venmo, it's in my account. Okay, now I'm at seven seventy five thousand five hundred and thirty three dollars. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Nailed it.
0: I don't know how personal capital, you know, did all the math and and internet connections to make that work, but here we are. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm like I'm using my personal situation. I'm staring at I'm staring at my my net worth, and I'm like, okay, how do I take that seventy five thousand up to I mean, where do I want it to be? Mm. That's the question. Like, you know, I said that to you. I said, is 75 good? You said, based on the average, it's the average is what, 35 or something at 40 years old, which I'm not yet as much as you want to believe that I am. So that is,
1: that is the average. But, uh, I think that there should be like, uh, we should focus on the above
0: average. All right. Is there, is there a specific number goal I should be, I should be like striving towards? Because I actually get this question a lot from friends who say, you know, um, where I'm 35, I'm 37, I'm whatever age. How much should be in my like, how much should I have in cash right now? Or how much should I have invested? Right. Like they want to know how much I should have saved for retirement. And I actually don't know the answer to that. I mean, at least off the top of my head. So
1: there there was something that I honestly have kind of uh, used as a personal litmus test. To see if mm. I'm doing good. Um, there's this guy. Uh, he, he writes. Uh, he created the financial samurai, um, and okay. it was it was a big inspiration for me when I was like first starting. My
0: it's a website, right? Yeah.
1: So he has a website, and it was a big inspiration for me even before Listen money matters. Just kind of, I resonated with him a lot, and yeah. uh, he has um, an article that that we'll link to. It's the average net worth for the above average person. Got and, it. Um, If you, if you average things out, you know, they're going to be low, maybe can't resonate with it. I I wanted something more uh, aggressive. And so he has like, for older savers or low end income, middle savers or mid end income and younger savers or high end income. And I guess younger savers, meaning you started early. Yeah. You know, when you're very aggressive or you just make a lot of money. Right. And he bases it on the number of years
0: worked. So, okay.
1: how many years have you worked, Matt?
0: Well, technically, I've been working since I was 13. But <laughs> if we're being, <laughs> it's true. But if we're being uh, like actually working, I was I cleaning say, the
1: dinner table when I was six <laughs> and not getting paid for it. Just want to put that out there.
0: So <laughs> I had, yeah, right. No, no, I was working in an actual place. I got a paycheck at 13. Uh, but aren't there child labor full. laws? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how I'm I was possible. sold
1: into child labor.
0: We only worked the weekends, and I spent all my money. We went, used to like get our paychecks, we used to walk across the street to Wachovia Bank at the time. I had
1: Wachovia as well,
0: cashed it, mm. and then our parents would drop us off at Walmart, which was new at the time. And we used to just buy like hot dogs, cap guns, bubble gum, and just blow our entire $70 <laughs> at, at Walmart that that weekend. Um, so i uh, f- i full time started working uh I was in high school so i was uh when I was seventeen I could drop seventeen when, I, when I, I
1: met you like I feel like one of the things that i, I felt was like this is a guy who's had too many hot dogs've
0: had too <laughs> many I'm slimer I've had too many hot dogs <laughs> they just fall right through. so uh yeah so 17 i had a full-time job i had a car car payment all that stuff so 17 Mm. getting a paycheck all that
1: (laughs) so how many years is that
0: i don't know i'm 35 now let's say uh 3 uh 10 13 uh 18 years (laughs) carry the one 18 years (laughs) Eighteen years
1: <laughs> sounds like bullshit, but that means on the low end, you should have uh, two hundred thousand. Shit. <laughs> on the mid end, you should have five fifty, and on the high end, you should have seven fifty. But let's say let's say you have thirteen years experience. I we're we're roughly the same age. I think that I have thirteen. I I count like after college graduated. Yeah you know
0: yeah I didn't go to college yeah I was working right, while you well, were in college so then you're you're. <laughs> I have more years
1: let's, let's pretend we'll, we'll give you the benefit
0: so if you were doing no, thir- I, don't want, I don't want the benefit I want the reality <laughs> the re- I don't the want a reality fucking I want a reality <laughs> the reality is worse I know but I, I then it means I have something to work towards look, like you know me like
1: if you did if you did go to college on the low end it'd be 150 mid 350 kay. high 500 still
0: so I'm way under where I should be yeah I think so okay all right um, do you think I should be paying attention to that low number, the high number, the mid number? Where do you, Where do you think I should I should fall into range? Not,
1: not to whatever, this not to say anything, but I think you should focus on the low number because first of all, like if you can meet that number, then you are an above average individual, right? Like first Got of it. all, at forty, so forty is roughly eighteen years of working.
0: Okay. Right. Yeah. This is and like so. I really thirty five so, is right.
1: thirteen years of working. Uh, you know.
0: OK, so um, so I have five years on a lot of people or, because I because I didn't go to college. Right,
1: right exactly. And then I guess okay. you just
0: didn't do much with that. No, <laughs> I squandered it.
1: <laughs> but I, I guess I guess the point is like, so say say it was 40, 40. Uh, the average net worth is thirty five thousand which yeah. feel like is, yeah that's the average those are people who don't listen to personal finance podcasts don't give a sure. shit they reach 60 yep. they're like how could I retire i'm ready to start right. working on it like sorry yeah sorry not sorry so right. uh, but for someone who's like conscious about it i think like 35 150 is is reasonable so
0: right. so you So i'm not i'm not uh, so i'm about $75,000 off so i need to double my net worth in, in a year, <laughs> somehow. <laughs> you, you have some ground to cover. And and you could right. cover
1: that ground if you were diligent.
0: Tell me how you would cover that ground knowing... Not, you don't have to use my example, mm. like, knowing who I am. Because like, yeah. you could just be like, uh, do another product or, you know, <laughs> sell some <laughs> sponsorships for this podcast. Like, that's... Not everyone can do that. So, what would you do so if, if...
1: It was... Yeah. Uh, Earlier in this episode, you're bragging about your credit score. What What yes, are you I waiting was. for? Uh, I'm
0: sorry. Right? No, no. It's it's I'm great. So, I'm sorry for bragging. No,
1: no. It's it, dude. Huh. You have an awesome credit score, and I'm uh, like, when are you going to use it? When you die? Um. Yeah. You have You have credit.
0: That's going to be on my tombstone. His credit <laughs> score was eight <laughs> eight
1: twenty three. Matt died with a credit score of one thousand.
0: The only man. <laughs> the only man who could get over. 840 <laughs> limit purely uh, achieved
1: through travel hacking.
0: <laughs> what, uh, he he, <laughs> he wrote this tombstone himself, <laughs> like there's like an asterisk at the bottom. Like, we do not guarantee that he made
1: <laughs> paid for by his paltry, <laughs> <paid network. for.
0: laughs> right? Uh, so, so, what, <laughs> uh, paltry is a great word, uh, so. Yeah, what do I do? Wait, is that what I asked? What What? Yeah, I, you were so, bragging. I was All right, so I was bragging about my credit score. Fine. Uh, what do you mean use it? You mean buy some shit? So, so
1: yeah, essentially. Um, okay. What has... Okay, so um, in terms of income for rental properties, we, we get, like, good income from it, but um, something that I didn't really plan for or honestly give a shit about, and I'm kind of whatever about now, is is, like, we've only engaged in deals that before we even started like on the books looked like it would be over 20% cash on cash a year so like 20% return a year or oh, I mean more okay. than that before you even get started and there's vacancies and obviously the number comes down right yeah. so say say like you have like a really it's terrible setup and it's just not working for you and you're in like you start with over 20 and you're ending at like 15% a year you're gaining in cash yeah. that's great that money goes into your bank account um, can increase your net worth but then the icing on the cake not added into that number is appreciation and uh, mm. Laura and I have uh, four properties this time and inadvertently you know not, not through planning like an enormous amount of the growth has come through appreciation. And so I'm not saying like, so the only way to do it is through property. But yeah. I think it's through assets that can grow and either using cash that you have or, and this is kind of what I was like poking at your, your credit score, leveraging like your high lendability to earn more. Because, like, so say it only takes you. Um, 10,000 down payment for a property and then the rest is essentially your credit. You will be, you just amplify. Like it's like a, I, I feel like it's right. a cheat code.
0: Yeah. But that would mean I'd have to buy property and mm-hmm. rent it out.
1: So an alternative, um, obviously look, look, the yields will be the best. If you go and find your own property, you know, mm-hmm. you do all that. I mean, because you keep all of it. Um, on average fund rise for us has been a little over twelve percent um they're they're like medium tier deals so like Vanguard reITs aren't competing in that space they need much bigger things because they have a lot of money you know and it's not like in the one hundred two hundred thousand dollar property range that we would compete in, so they're kind of in the mm-hmm. middle area um you know and so you kind of get like the best of both you get like a higher yield you don't you're not like. It's it's extremely low touch. Not as great as if you're doing it yourself, but far better than than not doing it.
0: Let's assume I don't want property. Mm. Because I have a piece of property here that is uh appreciating, but it 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 hadn't appreciated in ten years. In fact, I bought it for one eighty when it was worth one eighty, and it's now worth one fifty. Mm. Okay, it's been ten fucking years. Uh it hasn't appreciated it at all ever. I'm a little skeptical in the housing market. Um, mm. what happens if I'm what if we're at the top of the market right now and I'm like, yeah, it's been ten years, I'll do it again and then I get my you know ass handed to me again. Uh, what's another alternative to to like boost those numbers without buying rental property or investing in something like fundrise, which personally like I don't know anything about, not to say it's not a good. Mm. But honestly, like I've Look I don't know much about it. I would
1: I would optimize your your costs and I'd say in like two ways. One, so your net worth is seventy five, but your assets are two, whatever. And so there's a gap in there that's debt and debt has a cost. And so an easy way is to optimize that. Right
0: to lower the debt.
1: No, I don't I don't necessarily mean to lower the debt. I mean lower the cost of the debt. Like the cost of the debt is the interest rate. So if your interest rate was 3% versus 20%, you know.
0: Yeah. Okay. okay. So right now I can tell you that my mortgage debt or my mortgage interest is
1: 4.5.
0: 4.5. Yeah. Now I've actually thought about this. I have this mortgage that I'm sitting on. Mm-hmm. I've paid 10 years into it. So I have 20 years left on the mortgage, right? Mm. I'm still paying a, a, a shitload in interest, not a lot in principle. Uh. A couple of things have come up that I've been thinking a lot about. One, cuz cuz like to me that's the that's what's really causing all of the liabilities. All the liabilities are in this mortgage. I wish you would have refinanced like 2-3 years ago. So I did do a I did a streamline refinance which ended up bringing my interest rate from 5.5 to 4.5. So I dropped it a full percentage without increasing the length of my loan. Mm-hmm. So I'm still Paying the thirty years as it was day one, but my interest rate went my interest rate went down by one point. So that's I was like, awesome. "I'll take that's the a point." Huge win. Yeah, for sure. Didn't have to come out and do any like, uh, you know, checking of the property. Like it was all over the phone. One day mm. I was like, "Yeah, I'll take the point." But now I'm do you like, you "Remember
1: what your monthly cost went from to and then to?"
0: No, I mean I I know I was paying over fifteen hundred dollars a month for my mortgage, and now I'm closer to fourteen, mm. uh, but. I was thinking there's I have a few options, right? I could take all available cash that I have. And instead of investing it into Betterment, let's say, I could be investing it into paying down that debt. Right. I'm just saying it's an option. I'm not, yeah, I saw your face. <laughs> I'm <laughs> saying it's an option. The other one was, what if I refinanced and brought it back up to 30 years? Mm. And now my monthly payments are lower. But at least if my monthly payments are lower, I have a rental property, rental income's coming in and it'll actually give me a little extra cash to maybe pay down the mortgage faster. I don't know. So, so like I, I, yeah, that or sell the goddamn
1: thing. Okay. So, um three this is a three random options. rental property that I have not, well, I have not seen. Well, actually it was that and I don't I, I mean I've you, we've shared details, but I don't remember. Yeah. So I guess I I would if I was you, I would wonder like, is this a cool area? Would I want to live here? Is there value here?
0: Well, it's, it's a nice brand new property. Okay. But uh, if it was a brand new property it's in, in the a middle small of Alaska, town.
1: might not be much yeah. competition, much appreciation. So yeah, I would say, um, the, the mortgage is just the cheapest money as a person you will get Except for an auto loan, which is right. buying this insanely – you might as well just light your cash on fire because
0: – So Yeah, so, so meaning, meaning the interest rate is the lowest I'm going to get as a, as a loan it's to the me. It's the best
1: opportunity to amplify a your return.
0: Of course. Right? And so Got the it. question is like yep.
1: you have this mortgage and what is it going towards? So um, over the long term, you will certainly pay more if you're to a fresh 30-year yeah. However, you will then start to take money in a month
0: because of the rental income, right?
1: Right. Uh, yep. As as part of it, are you going to lose equity? I guess you, you just reset the length.
0: I don't know. How, I don't. I thought you knew. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, so, no. You know refinancing is just like basically getting a new a new loan for the amount that the house is worth right and now just over
1: thirty years. Just pay. over thirty years again. Yeah. So, I mean.
0: So it would significantly reduce the price that I pay in my mortgage per month. Here's the thing, however, it's back so, to thirty so let, years. Let's follow and,
1: this yeah. because, so, uh, I think like intrinsically it's like a really, like intrinsically everyone's be like, no, don't do it. that's a terrible deal. However, yeah. if you were in a home that was underwater and you yeah. had lost your job, whatever, you know, in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, you might have sold your home and lost money. Just to stem the bleeding, like just you know, make yourself well, so whole. I, and so, yeah, so
0: a lot of my friends bought at that same time because we're all the, roughly the same age. And I had people who did, I had two friends who did short sales, which I don't want to do, also can't do because I make too much money. Not, I'm not, it's not a brag, it's they literally won't short sell my house because they're like, well, technically, you can afford both places. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. you know, or go live there, you idiot. Like, I, yeah, but I, I decided to move in your across scenario, the country, so.
1: I would say. Um, I would optimize for cash flow. So I would... So bring in more cash. Right, because at the end of the day, uh, look, who gives a shit? You're not going to be out of your mortgage for 23 years, 30 years. Well, I mean, what difference does it make? And the point, I from my view, is not to be over with the mortgage. The point is to get the highest return for my cash yeah. to, to to grow my net worth the fastest. And so I think... In your scenario, um, if you were to make positive cash a month, like the appreciation, like whatever, obviously it chooses sure. the net worth. But um, the the bank's money is on the line, anyways. Like I, I, I would do that.
0: So you're so you're basically suggest you know I'm looking at uh, personal capital, and I'm look I'm looking at my cash, my investments, my loan, my mortgage, whatever. You're saying boost the cash number, and let the mortgage just kind of go, because and the cash number being <laughs> make more money.
1: So you have it as an investment, right?
0: Yeah, and it's an, yeah, and it's positive. And so your the right?
1: return on your investment is the money you make in the month. I mean, like, is is the net value of the asset the net the net worth of the asset, right? So it's like, how much does the property yield in terms of income mm-hmm. minus like interest costs? Um mm-hmm. And then plus appreciation. And so appreciation will probably remain consistent to whatever it was. Yep. Um, yeah. But if you can pocket some cash uh, and then perhaps invest that into other things, you know, that's that whole time value of money thing. Cash today is worth more than cash tomorrow.
0: Right. Uh, and so ultimately, like you're saying I should be investing in other things and not investing in paying down my mortgage but i just want
1: to be really clear that this is a home that you're not living in it is a rental property and so that makes sense if you were living in it i would say that would be a terribly stupid decision to yeah
0: because you're yeah you're getting that value because the
1: home you live in is not an investment i mean
0: just isn't right right it's an it's yeah it's a utility Mm. it's it's a roof over your head expense yeah yeah and it's also an asset it's both right um but no, now it's to me it's a to me it's a burden. But it, it is it is positive. It's positive about fifteen fifteen thousand, and it's clearly as long as the uh, the estimate doesn't go the other way, and I'm going to continue to pay down my mortgage, which I do every month. Like those that numbers that that gap is going to widen, which is going to increase my net worth over time.
1: And I, w- I would speculate that because the cost at you know four point five percent, you know the cost is yeah. so low that uh, you could yield more with the cash that you're sucking out if you are to reduce your monthly costs.
0: Right. And then take that cash, put it towards something like Betterment. Yeah. Or, or, or literally any other investment.
1: Another rental property, you know, whatever. There, There's a, a slew yeah, of things.
0: Yeah, because, uh, because ultimately I'm losing 4.5%, but I could be gaining 7 to 12% in other places.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right, so you know and as you look at this number like it's it's really like i always say this to people it's very easy to take away you know it's very easy to look at a number like 75 and see that oh the potential is 200 mm-hmm. and so all i have to do is lower the liability number and i'll it'll it'll goose my net worth right it's a very easy thing to do yes and it's less risky mm-hmm. to do that cuz you're paying down debt but-
1: Risk is return. So, you know, you have to take some amount of risk to make any amount of money.
0: Right. So I could go the other way with it and say, well, uh, you know, I have this available cash. Uh, I have have about $4,000 just sitting in a checking account. I could take that money, throw it towards Betterment. Mm Mm-hmm and that would also and it's not going to increase my net worth but it could increase my net worth faster than it just sitting in cash in my checking account. So
1: if you put that whole 4000 in to Betterment, would you have any cash remaining?
0: No. So cuz so I wouldn't do that, obviously. Well, but. no,
1: no, I I just think it's worth saying that like uh it is super important that you keep that there just that's like your buffer from like shit going wrong.
0: Yes. Because I think a lot yeah, of people
1: I mean, included, want to get like every ounce out of every dollar. and Let me just like optimize this to the max. Yeah. And you wind up taking on like far too much risk as a result.
0: Right. Yeah. Which is why that money is still sitting there. It's sort mm-hmm. of a buffer for me. And it's not a lot. It's not a huge buffer, but it's just there. And it's kind of always there because I have my automation set up to like automatically invest in in Betterment every month. And to automatically pay my mortgage payments and, you know, those things are all taken care of. And so that number kind of just sits where it is, Mm. you know? Uh, And if I have to goose it, I could obviously pay myself more for my own business or, you know, in the the case of like getting a raise at work or, you know, waiting for the bonus to come in or your tax returns or whatever. But uh, yeah, there's, I really ultimately, what I should be doing in order to goose my net worth, at least from this conversation is, limit my expenses so that I do have more cash, right? Mm-hmm. And use that cash to put into an invest, investment of some type.
1: So, so yes. And, and I want to maybe, like, pull back to just the overall tracking aspect or perhaps just, mm-hmm. like, um, high-level looking at it because, yeah, um, like, one, like, it's a litmus test for, like, how well you're doing, right? And, like, yep. there's room for growth. And so that you can have, like, action plans, like you said. It's like Mm growing. But, uh, like, tools like personal capital also, like, provide you with opportunities. So we were talking about costs, and I I know... or You said you do have a 401k?
0: No, I have a Roth IRA. Okay,
1: so, like, if you had a 401k, you know, they have, like, a tool that will help you optimize the costs in your 401k. And often... Okay, there's, there's no correlation between high cost and high performance. Mm-hmm. And so if you were to say take your fees from like 2% to like 1%, over time you dramatically improve your net worth just by like right. flipping that switch. Yeah, And so in terms of like net worth tools, I feel like they have a lot.
0: But you have to pay for those? No, no, they're free. And then like that's what Bloom does, right?
1: so so bloom bloom will yeah they'll help you like get your your 401ks out of the shitter
0: yeah so i don't have that um <laughs> but if i did like that <laughs> that that would be helpful uh you know i obviously betterment kind of does that for you mm. like at least in the ira side of things like they're sort of optimizing as you go right mm. um so right now i think like investment wise uh, There's nothing I could really optimize besides lowering my expenses. But and, God, uh, no, you said but, and then I, then I sucked my teeth
1: like that. Well. <laughs> I I guess um. The the one thing is like it's like net worth is this arbitrary number that like obviously mm-hmm. you want to be higher, not at the expense of all things, and and like the question is like to what extent, um, right. And. Chances are you're in this like setup where you're earning now and then at like say 60, 65, you will not be earning or earning in a much limited capacity. Yeah, And then you're like drawing down on that, that yep. net worth. Right. And so retirement calculators, like ones that don't suck, that are actually like super hardcore, use like Monte Carlo simulations and blah, blah, blah are super helpful and like determining like is your net worth okay because at the end of the day i don't know like maybe you spend thirty thousand dollars a year and you aspire to go just live in the woods in alaska like all those books Mm -hmm. and movies you know then you don't need a lot and then you're on track and you could use a tool to essentially make sure that you're on track to that goal and so while like you know we talked about the average in the U.S. and the like, the mm-hmm. quote-unquote like above-average individual average.
0: Yeah, that's not a good. That's not a good thing. What? Because the because like well, in America, average average in anything personal finance is never good, right? Yeah, I think the
1: average in most things, unfortunately, is not that great. Yeah, yeah.
0: never good, right?
1: And so, if uh, if you could ground the net worth in like a specific goal of like what you want or need. You know, and obviously it will change. Right. And the tools right. let you account for that. Like that then at least you know you're on track.
0: But if I want to be a billionaire playboy at, you know, sixty five, I'm way off track.
1: <laughs> yeah, I am, you yeah, you are. You you should right. consider uh starting like a personal finance website or something to <laughs> I'll look into it.
0: <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Uh all right, well, dude, I this is kind of a, a um this episode was sort of – I definitely want to talk about net worth. I think we absolutely covered it and its importance. But I also kind of think this was a sort of glimpse into what's been going on with me for the last three years since I've been absent from the show. So we could probably loop this into, uh, you know, this financial life at the same time. There you go. You know? So it was like this for, so, this
1: financial life with Matt, parentheses, net worth not so good. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, parentheses, please delete in the future. <laughs> Do not record this episode. So, uh, yeah, if we missed anything that we that you think we should have talked about in this episode when it comes to, uh, you know, tracking and, and paying attention to your net worth, uh, you know, join the Listen Money Matters community on Facebook and we'll continue the conversation there. You can just go to slash community. And if you missed anything in this episode, uh, because you were you know, zoning out while you were driving or, you know, zoning out while you were cooking or just zoning out while you were
1: having sex, which is where most having, people yeah, consume this. Most
0: people do that. Working out or sex. What is it? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you can We'll have everything in the show notes. Have you remember, You remember that bit from uh, Adam Sandler's CD? <laughs> no. Work, work out or sex.
1: Tell, uh, yeah, can you, can you, can
0: it. you share it? Uh, you'll, you you kind of you get the idea. All right, fine. It's they play audio <laughs> clips. Is this is this somebody working out or having sex? And yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, if you if you missed anything during the show, um, uh, because of uh, listening to an Adam Sandler CD from back in the '90s, uh, you can check your preferred podcast app, or you can visit listenmoneymatters.com dot com slash show, and please subscribe wherever you normally listen to podcasts, and tell your friends about us, and point them to your favorite episodes. And maybe they'll become a subscriber, too. And then you can have conversations about uh, what you learned on the show or what you didn't learn. or
1: (laughs) What you hope to learn and just didn't materialize.
0: Yeah, whatever. Or, hey, I found this great CD by Adam Adam Sandler, and it's very funny. (laughs) Uh, If you have any questions you'd like us to talk about on the show or any topics you'd like us to discuss, email us at listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. All the tools and resources that we normally mention on this show and that we mentioned on this specific show will be available at listenmoneymatters.com slash toolbox. Think you got it covered? Yeah, I think. it All right, man. That's it. Later, Andrew. Later, dude.